0: Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. Good evening, it is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan taking a look at the big headline of the day simply because this is a World Cup winner Paul Pogba provisionally suspended after testing positive for testosterone following uh, the opening match of the Serie A season playing for Juventus.
1: Yeah, the test was carried out on August 20th. The reason I'm chuckling is because Pogba didn't even play in that Serie A match and yet he is tested positive for this banned substance and it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out.
0: Yep. Um, well, uh, super journalist, super football journalist Fabrizio Romano breaks down uh, the current situation.
2: Italian National Tribunal on the Anti-Doping communicated to Juventus that Pogba has been officially suspended uh, for an anti-doping offence. This is what happened uh, and what they checked after the game between Juventus and Udinese. Pogba had this test and from the anti-doping tribunal they communicated to Juventus that Pogba has to be suspended. Now Juventus in a formal statement reported that they will decide how to act after this situation of Paul Pogba, this investigation around the situation of Paul Pogba with the anti-doping Let's see what happens, because, of course, for Juventus it's crucial to understand what really happened was the situation around Pogba. Also, for people close to the player, it's crucial to have the truth on this story. So let's wait before judging the situation around Pogba. But it's also important to say that, of course, if this should be confirmed, uh, we have to see what happens in terms of contract.
0: Uh, That, of course, is football journalist Fabrizio Romano speaking on social media about this current situation. Although I do have to say that uh, we don't exactly know what are the circumstances. Not as simple as Rio Ferdinand missing a drugs test or Andre Onana taking the wrong pills, taking his wife pills. Uh, But if he's found guilty, he could face a a suspension of up to four years, mate. Yeah, that's a long,
1: long time, especially for a footballer, right? Four years away from the game and that's quite damning. And to your point, it's not confirmed, I think, Pogba's agent has come out and said they're going to uh, try and counter-analyze what's been, I guess, accused of, Pogba has been accused Mm. of. So it's interesting to see how it's going to play out. But the question that I'm
0: wondering about is, why always him? So it's interesting that you say, why always him? And you wonder if he's been the subject of, I don't know, bias or being picked on, right? Like a bit Mario Balotelli. Because... You mentioned he didn't even feature in the match, yet he was selected for a random testing afterwards.
1: Yeah, exactly, and that's why I asked the question, why always him? Because his rap sheet, in terms of bad luck... It's long one. He's had blighted by injuries since yeah. he returned to Juventus. Yeah. We all know how his move to Manchester United worked out. Mm. And then in between all of that, there's the whole blackmailing with his brother. Oh, a gosh. bit of family drama, public laundry being played out in the public. Wasn't a good look. And when you talk about Pogba, the talent that he is, yes. and yes. then you wonder about all this sideshow happening. Look, anti-doping is not a sideshow. I'm not referring to that. But I'm talking about the other issues. You almost wonder... What could have been if he
0: didn't have all these distractions? But why does he have these distractions? Mm. And, you know, this is a day and age where, because of social media, the advent of social media, people are more aware, uh, you're a bigger star. I mean, if if this was... If if the likes of David Beckham, for example, or the Spice Boys from <laughs> uh, Liverpool were playing in this day and age, they would be even bigger stars than they were back then. Yeah,
1: 100%. I take your point on board in the sense where, yeah, they are sought after. They have so much following and we live in a world where as much as we judge footballers by goals or medals they win, we also tend to judge them by the Instagram followers they have yeah. and Pogba is high up that list in terms of being a public persona, being a public figure and perhaps that's why he has a cross on his back.
0: So so this ties in with I, I think fair to say this ties in with your personality or at least your public personality where your profession should really be based on your skills. Mm. I mean... Is the person a good footballer because he's not a very handsome man? No, right?
1: (laughs) Of course, I think Frank Ruberi will attest to that in a sense where he's a very, very talented footballer, but probably not on all the covers of magazines. But Paul Pogba has spent more time getting haircuts than minutes for Juventus, I dare say. And that in itself is a problem where you start... Look, I think it's important to have that brand for yourself, especially in this day and age. But it's a very grey line and it almost feels like Pogba has invested too much time in brand Pogba rather than going about doing that football business. A bit like Jesse Lingard and ironically, both of them are friends. Well, uh,
0: he's a victim of his own personality. Is that even fair? Grey is the word I want to echo that you said. Well, let's listen to uh, former Ajax and Chelsea player Mario Melchior who was speaking to ESPN FC.
3: I met actually Pogba here in LA, um, we had a conversation as a person, you know, there's nothing that I could say about this guy, you understand, that it's um, about, he wants to be the best, he wants to perform, he wants to, but being in a corner when you get so many hits, it's so sensitive, it's almost like you want to say like, why, you know, it's it's umping up on him and I feel, un- really, I would feel uncomfortable as an individual, if I was him, I would be like, oh my God. So I hope he keeps his head up and I hope this, we still have to hear the truth then eh, because we now are still waiting to, if it if it comes out, because I think you can do a second trial or whatever, you know, to make yeah. sure that we're not looking it. So let's hope, you know, his second look is a more positive way, because if not, man, after so many injuries, you come back and then you go through this and then we're not talking about what happened in Man United. It's, it's, it must be a tough one for him.
0: Were you surprised when you saw this uh, news piece come out this morning?
3: Look, I wasn't entirely
1: surprised (laughs) and I think that in itself is worrying. Like, it wasn't... It didn't come as a shock. Like, if there's someone who's going to get caught up in drama like this, Paul Pogba would have been one of the guesses I would yeah. have made almost. So to answer your question, I wasn't overly <sighs> surprised. And I saw, I know Mario Melkot said a few things about Pogba being unlucky. Mm. But I want to go back to in 2012 when Paul Pogba left Manchester United for the first time without extending his contract. Sir Alex Ferguson famously said this, you see this player, he will be extraordinary, full of talent. He will be at the top. But He's a dreamer and if nobody is there to show him his way, he'll never make it. And there's a reason Sir Alex Ferguson is Sir Alex Ferguson because here we are in 2023 and this statement here holds true where there's this boy so full of talent, but there's been a lack of guidance and perhaps that's why he's focused on things apart
0: from football. It almost sounds like what Jose Mourinho, ironically the guy who brought him back to Manchester United, said many years later in that, you know, you're dealing with a different generation of footballers uh, a generation that tends to be a little bit more focused on your social media, on uh, the imaging or your haircuts for that matter and one of the reasons why their relationship, uh, which was off to a great start, broke down the way it did.
1: Yeah, exactly and I think Jose Mourinho was once make, uh, Paul Pogba the vice-captain of Manchester yeah. United but quickly had to strip him off of that purely because, we've spoken about this off air, it's not just about ability it's yeah. about attitude yeah. as well and yes, I know they're still moving parts with this whole doping scandal that Pogba's involved in. But you have to question at various junctures in his career whether he's displayed the right attitude yeah. to be that pro. Because when you think about when France won the World Cup, Paul Pogba was such an important player for them. He could have built on that and gone on to be something bigger. Could have gone on to play for Real Madrid, Barcelona, the real higher ecleons of European football. Instead, he went back to Juventus when that Manchester United
0: contract ended, and it almost seems like a marriage of convenience rather yeah. than ambition. It's interesting you bring that up, because one of the questions and debate points that was raised about Paul Pogba from the World Cup is, why does he play so well for France and not as well for Manchester United? People questioned whether it was a case of the position that he played in, or just simply the environment. And... I mean, look, he, he wanted to play at one point for Zinedine Zidane when he was coach of uh, Real Madrid, but you get, you can't choose these things. You know, it's it's not like us. If we go for a job interview, it's still fifty fifty, right? You need to be bought. You know, people need to see what you can give. And most of the time, they're looking at you. It's like why Harry Maguire can't be sold. Maybe it's a case of, I'm not sure I want this particular character in my dressing room.
1: Yeah, and I'm completely with you. I feel like Paul Pogba, in glimpses, he's shown the talent he can be. And he's been a Manchester United player in the past that's got me off my seat but he hasn't delivered on a consistent basis. Yeah, and I yeah. think a lot of the managers would be inclined to agree in that sense. And to your point, perhaps that's why the bigger move to be reunited with the French icon that is in Zidane, Zidane at Real mm-hmm. Madrid didn't really materialise. My question almost is, has there been too much that Pogba has had to handle that this latest scandal is really, to Melchior's point, going to just bury him almost.
0: Is he, does he have the fortitude to come back from this? That's what I wonder. Wow, that is uh, it, <laughs> at 30 years old you would think that he should have that maturity or fortitude in that sense. But, you know, I'm just looking at it at his Instagram. He's got like what 60.7 million followers. Maybe he just needs to get off Instagram. He hasn't really talked about this uh, incident. I'm just looking at his stories. Nothing really major uh, or, or pressing about this particular incident. But maybe you need to get off social media maybe you need to get off all these distractions and fashion shows etc etc and do what you're paid to do be a footballer
1: exactly because I don't think money is the motivation anymore for Paul Pogba he's probably got enough zeros in his bank balance to last a few generations so at the moment to your point he needs to put football first if he is to embark on this comeback and you brought up the examples of Rio Ferdinand and Andre Onana earlier Mm -hmm. they are two players different circumstances but they were somehow embroiled in doping controversies Rio Ferdinand obviously made a very respectable comeback after a much shorter ban, and Andre Nana obviously now plays for Manchester United so for Pogba the references are there but I do wonder whether he might go down the road of oblivion and just disappear rather than make a concerted effort to make a comeback and it'd be interesting to see because it's not just his Juventus career on the line it's almost that national career
0: and what he would like to achieve for his country as well Yeah, I mean, there there are a lot of um, examples or other examples to follow, right, when you look at how real, true professionals deal with this and I, I want to bring up uh, Maria Sharapova, um, who was tested for drugs, uh, who made very various- Statements about it, um, and, and said, you know, she was not guilty. There was nothing intentional there. But um, you know, without diving too much into details, I'm bringing her up because look at how professional she was at the way she conducted herself. It was more than social media. She, Maria Sharapova, if you've ever met her, is that woman is all business. You know, and that's the example that yeah. I think a lot of superstar athletes tend to forget. Not that I'm saying I'm one, and I would know. I don't. It's easy to get caught up.
1: Yeah, I take your point, and I think. You bring up that this era of social media that we live in. I think it's important to almost draw that line between what you want to do on social media to build that brand, but also privately finding your safe space to 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 become stronger mentally and focus on the things that earn you the big bucks such yeah. as the sport that you love
0: and that's where like your coach is so important your, your even your personal coach i mean these these guys have team managers but do they have an age you know the, you, you, you you watch tv right they're surrounded by entourage yeah you you need that the bad influence is there you know? exactly
1: and <laughs> Paul Pogba obviously his former manager is the late Mino Riolà, so yes, his uh, former agent exactly, yeah, former yeah. agent. I beg your pardon. So that's why you might consider that perhaps he has been misadvised in the past. Sure, but it's never too late to make amends. And when we spoke about the Saudi football league a couple of months ago, mm. you asked me which player will be next to go to Saudi. I have an inkling that it's going to be Paul
0: Pogba. So, I still stand by it. So, so you think that you know maybe he gets over this drama and everything's okay and he can go back to football. The best move for him would be to just take a step back and go to Saudi Arabia, a weak, uh, a league that is, is weaker in that sense.
1: I, I think so. And I think Saudi Arabia, the way their football is moving there, they're looking for crown jewels to, to okay. glorify that project. They've obviously got Neymar. They've got
0: Cristiano Ronaldo. Sure, sure. I
1: feel like Paul Pogba can be a jewel in that Saudi
0: crown almost. I think you should go back to France. I mean, that's my personal opinion. Maybe, you know, back to his roots uh, somewhere. I mean, it's his own home country. He likes it clearly. Uh, and just play for a lesser team, like I don't know, maybe a Marseille, a Lyon, possibly
1: you know? because Paul Pogba does like to be the star of the show. We've exactly, seen that in glimpses, exactly. so he might find a happy place. But at the moment, Juventus have a lot to deal with because this thing is still up in the air. They're contractually obligated; they have to cut their losses. Pogba has to figure out his
0: future. It's it's a moving story. Just just one last bit I want to run by you. Do you think Paul Pogba would you consider? And and I'm I'm using a very uh, a lot of pundits have used this right. Do you think Paul Pogba's like Uh, uh, a Romelu Lukaku in the sense that they are the type of player that needs an arm around the shoulder. Hey, you're doing well. Pat on the back.
1: I I think so. I think so. Judging by the track record, he does need a bit of a, a loving arm around the shoulder. I don't... Think he's necessarily found that across his career and maybe that's why he plays so well for France, because we know through reports that Didier Deschamps is clearly yeah. that sort of a yeah. manager. Maybe that's why it works for the national team. But hey, Pogba is such an exciting player. I hope he finds it and I hope we see a few more good performances from Paul Pogba. Sports minutes on Money FM eighty-nine point three.